Nope, no pressure. No right. pressure on that intro. <laughs> this is a Colored Pencil Podcast, session number 280. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a Colored Pencil Podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com. I am your host, and this is the Color Pencil Podcast. I'm excited today to welcome back to the show as a guest host, Barb Sideropoulos. Barb, how are you today? I'm doing great, John. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm so glad that you're back on again, and we can uh, come back together and discuss certain things that are important to us. And I get some of that myself. I don't know about you, Barb. I was going to ask you about that, but I get that every week because I do office hours with uh, some of my students. So I do it twice a week and I, I get some of that interaction. I got to tell you, especially during you know the last uh, several months, I have really put a lot of importance on that particular meeting because I feel so isolated from everyone, even though I even work from home and I, I don't really see anybody daily anyway. I just feel like every time I go to the grocery store, I got to mask up. You know, so it's been nice anyway. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I actually feel like I've been connecting a lot more with um, uh, our other artists on Instagram and stuff in the last little while. And it's been actually ah. really nice. So, but I, I, I can, I can, uh, <laughs> I guess, commiserate with you a little bit on that. Cause I, I met up with a friend for dinner last night and oh, cool. I, I just was like, man, I feel like I don't know how to socialize in front of people anymore. <laughs> like getting, just getting socially you, you get, awkward or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's like, well, I haven't done this in a long yeah, time. Yeah. Well, and there was this like, there was this table of like teenagers um, just like kind of near us. And I think they tried to pack as many of them as they could into this table. <laughs> and like, normally I would never question that, but I'm like, Oh my God, that's so many of them. What are they? Can, are they, can they do that? And I, then, you know, You're and the then old you person giving think, the stink I know, to them. Right. And, <laughs> And I'm sitting I there thinking, too. like, you know, there was a point in time where that wasn't weird, and yet right, somehow, right. like, it's uh, the yeah, we've adjusted quite well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely creating some weird psychological things, I think, for some people. But yeah. hey, other, anyways, I, I've also realized that, uh, you know, this has been a really good test for me too, just in terms of, I mean, you know, normally my day job as a graphic designer, I was going into an office every day and, yeah. uh, you know, interacting with people and certainly, you know, now working from home, it's like, okay, well, this is what it would be like if I worked from home every right, day, but right. and it's fine. But like my boyfriend comes home and I'm kind of like in his face. Cause I haven't seen anyone all day. <laughs> and he's just like, can Can't you stop just? talking? He's like and 11 o'clock like, at night. Hey, uh, can we, uh, yeah. It's like, I need some, well, talking? so yeah, I've gotten better at trying to give him some like, you know, alone time when he gets home at first but yeah it's it's interesting um you know i would i would i can spend a lot of time by myself but mm -hmm. i also feel like you know there is that part of my personality that is social and i notice now when it's like okay i need to have some like friend time or facetime with someone else because yeah <laughs> you know yeah, definitely all right yeah. so today we are going to be talking about social we're going to be talking about online uh and one platform in particular we're going to be talking about whether or not instagram would be a good <clears throat> avenue for promoting some of your artwork and making connections as an artist i think this is something that uh probably you've thought about if you're an artist and you've been around for any length of time at all and you wondered about it 
or there's the other side of the coin. There are other artists who are totally on board. They share every single thing and they're probably doing Instagram stories and now reels and probably sharing on IGTV as well and putting highlights uh, saved from their uh, stories. I mean, that you can, you can dive as deep as you want, right, Barb, into this particular yeah. platform. <laughs> I don't know that it's all um, good, if I can use that term, uh, or not. And uh, we just kind of want to talk about it just a little bit today on this show. So if it's something that you've thought about doing uh, and you're wondering about, I think maybe this would be a good show to uh, ad address that. And before we go very far, I do want you to know there's a link in the show notes to an excellent article that Barb wrote, and it's called Instagram Fame Might Not Be For You. Hey. Let's talk then, Barb, about, um, you know, I don't have any specific dates or anything like that, but it just seems like that since the uh, advent of uh, more of these little tiny social platforms, well, I say little tiny, little niche uh, platforms have kind of cropped up uh, like TikTok and things like that. And Snapchat, I mean, that's a huge player, right? But Snapchat is a specific use case. And I feel like that Instagram has been sort of on the cusp of everything that has been new when you start looking around at any other iteration uh, that all these other platforms are adopting. You know, I, I kind of think of it like this, that uh, Facebook is sort of like the Walmart of social media. You know, they're just, they're just going to do everything, you know, what, whatever it is, we're going to be it all where, you know, Zuckerberg has decided we're going to be everything that you want us to be and more. And, um, you know, and we don't care a whole lot about your privacy. Well, maybe a little bit if, um, you know, the government slaps us around enough. But then you've got the other side of the coin where some of these other platforms have been just very, very narrow in their approach. Well, then Facebook gobbled up Instagram. And now Instagram has become kind of this little catch-all as well, but it's still curated content for a visual media, I feel like, more visual than Facebook, where I, I see that as a, a mix, kind of like the Walmart yeah. again. So, I think one of the things I really have loved about Instagram as well is, and, you know, without getting into this specific topic, because it's it's a little bit of a heated one for most people, but, uh, you know, if, if you certainly want to escape any kind of political anything, it is a lot easier to do that on Instagram than it is Facebook. Sure. Um, I mean, I, it also depends to who you're following and that sort of thing. But yeah. I find for me on my art account specifically, you know, if you're if you're following other artists as well, like chances are it's a good place to kind of get away from a lot of that noise and you're not going to get as much of the, you know, the random articles and the videos right. and the stuff that is really, really hard to avoid in your Facebook feed without mm -hmm. like literally muting everything you come across. So mm -hmm. um and I think too, like Instagram to me inherently has always just been very, um, uh, just a really good medium for artists, just by the virtue of the fact that the focus is always on the image and not necessarily the caption. I mean, right. and you know, you still have to expand the caption to read the whole thing, right? So yeah, if you, you know, if you. To. Otherwise, yeah, so if, click on by, you know, and it's easy totally, to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I really think that, you know, for I mean, certainly there's been changes with Instagram, like their algorithms and that sort of thing. And right. you know, that presents its own challenges. But 
Um, you know, they've, they've done a really good job at, um, you know, and whether you consider this copying or not, I mean, you know, when, with the, especially within the latest edition of reels, I mean, that was Mm -hmm. in my opinion, very much a direct response to TikTok, right? Yeah, absolutely. The whole point, yeah, the whole point of these platforms is they want to keep people on there as long as possible. And I think, you know, from their perspective, they're like, okay, well, if people are now spending all their time on TikTok, we don't want that. We want them to spend their time here. So, um, you know, and, and of course, there's a little bit of a different spin on it, and, you know, and I'm sure they have to do that for copyright reasons, I would think. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's interesting to me that, you know, if you don't want to go to TikTok, if you don't want to go to some of these other apps like Snapchat or whatever, right. um, you have it all. I mean, they're, they're kind of giving it to you all in Instagram, which is they it, are. which is kind of nice in a way because if you're already familiar and i mean they're doing it obviously for very calculated reasons obviously yeah they really yeah yeah. but it is an advertising platform we have to remember that as well that's um and i i don't fault them for that because that a company has to sustain itself and that's the way that they're doing they choose to do it yeah it's the same way that facebook is doing it as well now they had uh quite a big you know, startup um, funding uh, from uh, Facebook after, you know, they were acquired by Facebook. So they, they have some deep pockets to be able to iterate and to kind of test some things out and to see if it's uh, going to stick or not. But I do want to talk about just a couple of things that uh, you could do as an artist and uh, Bart, let's just explore this path on uh, what you could do if you're starting out uh, on Instagram and you've just started creating some artwork, perhaps, or you've been doing it for a few years and you want to explore over there on this platform and start sharing. Um, and I'll, I'll be a little specific on certain things, but just keep in mind this was recorded in uh, mid to late 2020 and some of this could change. So currently, I think one of the most, you know, popular things to do is to share on your feed. So you can share an image or a video up to like 59 seconds or something like that. I think Yeah. if it goes over that amount, I think it can go over to five minutes or something. I don't remember exactly. It, but yeah. It does. It goes into Instagram. Um, IGTV. IGTV right? Yeah. Now. And yeah. you can share a 15 minute video as of this recording, I believe on IGTV. Uh, and if you do that and you upload that separately, you can upload that on the web. Used to, they didn't have a web presence a few years ago. You can do that on the web now on IGTV, and then you can select a separate cover art that will show up in your feed, or you can tell it not to uh, be present in your feed, uh, and then people would have to go over to your Instagram uh, TV to be able to view the video. But you do have some options there. Um, and then I believe with the um, Reels feature, I think it's 15 seconds max. Is that right? Minimum yes. three or something? Yeah. Okay. Three seconds yeah. to 15, I believe. And, um, you know, I I don't know how I feel about Reels. I mean, it's just, it, yeah. The, my perspective, here's, here's where I'm coming from. My history with uh, this is TikTok, really. My girls will mention something that they think is so hilarious, you know, just some kind of, word or two and it's some kind of meme that they saw you know and then i'll say what's so funny you know about that and then they'll say well look here dad you know they'll show me something 
and it's really not funny at all. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's like, okay. Classic dad that's, response. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. But I'm just thinking in my mind, that's what's passing as, as comedy. Okay. Whatever. I anyway. mean, listen, your parents probably thought the same thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, you know, I'm seeing some of the same kind of things over there. In fact, I'm seeing some of the, maybe you can answer this bar. Seeing some of the uh, videos over there on reels that are labeled, uh, they have the watermark of TikTok. Are they just repurposing that, or what is that? You, yeah, I think I think they have an integration, um, okay. and you can share it over there, or either that, or it done it saves to your device, and then you can just repurpose it. And it just had the watermark um, from being saved, I guess, from TikTok yeah. I would I would assume it's yeah. Sorry, I I would assume it's similar to how um, you know. Even prior to Facebook buying Instagram, you could integrate the two apps and share yeah. in both places. So, ah. um, I, I I say that I did. I signed up for TikTok, and then I promptly deleted my account when I kind of heard some stuff about it that I was not so crazy about. <laughs> I mean, I I know yeah. I know a lot of artists have actually been getting crazy exposure and following and stuff from from TikTok and doing really well. I just I personally just with exposure I mean, and and uh followings, yes. Yeah, and and you know, <laughs> I don't know how I, much here, of that leads to anything that you can monetize or yeah i don't know we could that's a whole different topic i suppose but for sure and i mean they've done studies and stuff in terms of like what the conversion rate is yeah. between the amount of followers you have versus how many of those people actually end up buying or something from right. you and i mean that's i mean it's sort of relevant to what we're talking about in the sense that you know i think a lot of people really feel um and certainly of a certain generation feel that you know if you don't have uh, a giant Instagram following, or if you don't, you know, like that, that's going to yeah. be the thing that makes you. But the thing that people right, don't right. realize too, is that, you know, just because you have 50,000 followers, it doesn't mean that there's an automatic paycheck that comes with that. Like, exactly. you know, exactly. a lot of the people who are either influencers or that sort of thing, I mean, they're, they're making partnerships and stuff with companies to then promote to their audience and that sort right, of thing. And, right. and I think that's something that people really need to consider when, and I talk about this a little bit in the article that I wrote, um, it's just something you need to consider when you're, when you're kind of chasing that fame, because it's, you know, what, what are you exactly wanting out of it? Is it a popularity mm -hmm. contest? Are you thinking, you know, it's going to bring, you know, sponsorships your way? And, and, you know, it, to that extent, if you do get those sponsorships, like, is that now going to change the, the sort of direction and intention of what you're posting? Because if you're now then financially obligated to promote something, to your audience, does that now make you by extension, another advertiser? And does it take sort it of does. that, that genuineness away from your interactions with people, right? Like, and it doesn't necessarily have to, but you know, something to consider, right? Like, are, are you willing to sort of, um, you know, I guess, follow through with what the expectations are when you reach a certain level too. Right. And I think I people that it does so. Yeah, I, I contend that it really does. It it skews our perception, whether we think it does or not. Um, yeah. And I, I'm not saying that I'm not putting a, a judgment on it. I don't think it's right or wrong that someone takes sponsorships. I, I think it's a good thing uh, in a lot of ways. But I, I, I do believe 
and I'm certainly welcome uh, any you know disagreement with this, but I do believe that it it skews your perception um, a little bit. To what degree? I don't know. But I mean, if somebody is uh, paying you or otherwise giving you products or something, uh, and I've 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 had I've been the recipient of uh, different products now from uh, different companies, uh, but I and I disclose that. But even if you say, okay, uh, I, I got this from Derwent or I got this from, you know, Karen Dosh or whatever. And, uh, but all of the opinions I share are mine. Yeah, they are. That's true. But that company has a vested interest in uh, you uh, having a favorable opinion about them. And yeah. you also have that expectation sort of in your mind, whether you think you're doing it or not, you cannot be quite as objective Um as you otherwise could be. I mean, and it's just because we're people, we, we're, uh, we're influenced. That's all. Yeah. Oh, oh, anyway. for sure. And I yeah, think, yeah. you know, whoever sort of kind of discovered the power of that, you know, however many years ago with social right. media <laughs> and being able to, you yeah. know, you know, from an advertising perspective there, there was definitely this trend where they realized that, you know, people really wanted to buy things from, from real, real people, people who Absolutely. were advocating yeah. for it. Right. Instead Absolutely. of, Instead of, you know, some company that is telling you buy our product, it's great. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And we don't and want to buy from faceless companies. We don't. Totally. But the but what I would argue is is becoming more of a problem though, is that what started out as like giving a genuine review, I mean, mm -hmm. to your point, to some degree, I, I feel somewhat skeptical even from the real people now. Because <laughs> when you know right. well, truly, because when yeah. you know that yeah. somebody is is kind of getting some sort of financial or otherwise reward for promoting something. I mean, it is a little bit hard to, you know, and, and so many of the influencers, especially will be like, well, this yeah. is, this is my honest opinion. And it's like, cool. Well, you can, you can say that. You can say that. And you may even be deluded it, into like, thinking that, well, but, but here's the other thing about it. Um, no, and I, I, and, and I don't think it's, you know, this is an amoral discussion. I don't think it's immoral at all uh, to do that. Um, yeah. Like, like I said, I've, I've received uh, Derwent um, uh, light fast pencils a, a, a lot. Um, I still like their pencils. I love their pencils before I ever was uh, approached and, and given the pencils. But my point is, is really this, that whether there is an inducement uh, by a company to get you to talk favorably about their products or not. That, that's true. Like there, there's going to be an inherent bias, whether, whether yeah. you mean it to or not. I mean, you know, it, and, and you know, I will say too, like, I remember, you know, as a, as a, as a young teenager, when I played in a band, I had these grand dreams of having a sponsorship <laughs> for one of the guitar companies that I loved. Right. And that was like my, and you know, and it's not, it's not unlike, it still might uh, you know, what you have good. I mean, I'm still holding out for it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I mean, it's not, it's not unlike, you know, as an artist, you're like, Oh man, wouldn't it be great to have Faber Castell or whoever, you know, send me free product or, or, or be right, an ambassador right. for them. And, and there's nothing wrong. I don't think with feeling no. that way, because no, no, I mean, you can not be not passionate about something and feel like you want to be really involved in it. And, and that's fine. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think, you know, the, the point that I think we're both trying to make with this is that there's, there's a point in terms of, you know, as an artist, how you're representing yourself on, on social media 
that are you writing it down <laughs> yeah there's me. a point you saw, you saw that you saw that light bulb go <laughs> off the light go off um no there's a point you know in how you're representing yourself at, at which point like you know i think the 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 lifetime of what your what your um social profile sort of starts as and what it ends as is yeah. is interesting because um i was i was for the listeners, I was telling John a story about a conversation I had had with an artist on Instagram uh, recently from the UK. And she had said she, she had struggled a lot with people um, actually ripping off her art and posting it on theirs and that sort of thing. And, and um, I, I just kind of reached out to her cause I kind of wanted to know more about it. Wasn't it wasn't Pinterest. It was <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no. I, I, so I reached out to her just to have a conversation about it. Cause yeah. I, I, it's been seeing a lot of that happening and I'm kind of like, okay, well like, how did you find out about it? And that sort of thing. Yeah, and I see that happening got, on Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah. And we, we got into kind of discussing it and she had said, well, you know, I actually used to have a bigger account with a lot more followers. And I ended up just starting over again because um, I didn't like how people I'm paraphrasing now, but she, right, she, right. she essentially said she didn't like how people were treating her when she had that many followers. Like she had, I think something like 13,000 or something followers. And um, if she's listening, she'll lot. know I'm talking about her, but, <laughs> but no, but, but you like, know, and that's not a whole lot, but it, to your point, it's enough for, for an audience to direct yeah. sort of, uh, you know, your thinking. Uh, there's yeah, this we, group think that goes on, right? For sure. And we, and we had a conversation too, you and I, just about the idea of like a perceived celebrity when you have a certain amount of followers and that sort right, of thing. And, right. and for her, she, she just kind of said, you know, I didn't really like how, you know, people were talking to me and it felt more like they wanted me to do what they wanted, not necessarily what I wanted. Yeah. And you know, it was really, it's really interesting because I think, again, you know, there are people that are just like, and, and you know, myself included, I get fall into this trap all the time where it's like, you know, I'm like, I think my artwork's good. Why, why don't I have followers? <laughs> you know, and then you'll come across like some 14 year old who like doesn't, can't even like what, like no offense to the 14 year olds, but you know, you're like, they've got thousands of followers yeah. and they still can't even draw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, and, you know, and maybe that's something uh, that we should talk about <laughs> is uh, it's, it's kind of a weird uh, paradigm over there for how you grow uh, in followers. Yeah. Uh, before we go on though, I do want to say this, that the only thing that I think uh, could be uh, construed as probably being not quite moral in my book anyway, uh, if anyone's interested in my little book, but that is tell me more <laughs> when, when you don't disclose that you are getting some kind of, you know, book deal or some other, uh, you know, some uh, rewarded by uh, monetarily or by products or something like that from a company. And I do know artists that do that. And it really rubs me the wrong way when people when there are a few that do that and they don't say that it just it drives me insane that, that they would do that. And, uh, you know, I, I can't control them obviously, but that irritates me so bad. And I just try to not think about it, but anyway, my, uh, my social media pet peeve, I thought you were going this way with it, but you didn't. So I'm going to go this way, with it. but <laughs> I was going to say, uh, my, my biggest pet peeve is when people, and, and I've spoken about this before, but, um, just when people follow you, expecting them, you to follow them, and then they just mm. unfollow you or whatever. The follow unfollow game, as yeah, I like yeah, to call yeah. it. 
And it, it drives me absolutely crazy. And there's definitely some unsavory ways that people go about getting their following. And, and, and to me, you know, I, I, I mean, I have what some people would probably consider a small following comparatively to other people, but I also feel like I've earned all those people or I like to feel like I've earned those people. And, you know, again, the, the artist that I mentioned before, one of the things she said is that she also felt like she had a lot more genuine interactions with people having less followers. And, mm, yeah, yeah. and I think that that's, you know, that's interesting, you know, for her to say that, because I think, you know, again, you can get so caught up in wanting to have the numbers, but, right, right. but it's like, but why, but why? Like, it's not, I mean, I wrote another article that is called, uh, Instagram's not validating you as an artist. And, you know, in that one, I talk about just the idea that, um, you know, it, just because you have a large following, or even if you don't, it doesn't say necessarily anything about your artwork. I mean, there are oh, right. brilliant artists that I know that, are on Instagram. They consistently win awards for their work. Their right. skill level is is out of this world, and they've got like 500 followers. So you can't necessarily correlate your skill with right. follower count because you right. know you, you know you and I were discussing too. Just that there's also a generation of artists of a certain age who just like don't give a hoot about yeah. social media, right? And right, right. and they and they're still successful because they're they're going about creating their success in different ways. So social media by that extension is not the only way to, to have a career as an artist. It certainly can be a tool that's helpful, but I mean, but I think, you know, for people to sort of, um, you know, I, I think there's this, this thing where people get really down on themselves where they're like, Oh, I don't have the following. What am I? I mean, that must mean nobody likes my work or this. And I mean, it is such a game now in terms of what hashtags you're using, what time you're posting. Like you got to go yeah. talk to 20 people every day. <laughs> like, yeah. And that's, you and know, that's, and, and depending you know, on who work. you, yeah. And depending on who you read after, I mean, some of those things can vary widely on how to, you know, kind of gamify that kind of thing. Yeah. And you can also pay uh, to inflate your following totally. as well. And if you don't get caught, you can keep your account, you know, I mean, there's, sure. there's a lot of different things you could do, um, but you have to think about uh, something you, you hit on there. What is your end goal? What is, you know, what are Holy. you wanting to get out of this? And if it, if it's just, you know, uh, some kind of ego boost because of, you know, having a bunch of followers is just something that you need that kind of uh, validation in, in your life for whatever reason, then, you know, uh, go ahead and do it on that platform and every other platform. But at the end of the day, you're going to be left feeling very, very shallow and, and without, you know, in my opinion, because it, it doesn't really, it, it, those things start to control you and own you. Uh, then you'll, you know, you'll have these nervous ticks because all of a sudden you have to go and reply and respond, or at least see how many people liked the last thing you put up, you know? Yeah. I so think it definitely, think about what, what it is to you, what it's going to get you or what you're wanting out of it. Yeah. I think you can definitely start to skew your, your main goal or purpose. I think, you know, you probably, you'll see a lot of that on, on YouTube as well. I mean, there was uh, a point. Yeah. There was a point recently where, um, and I don't know the entire story, but I had heard there was either it was one or a couple of YouTubers had like committed suicide. Like it was right. crazy. Like just, right. And again, to do some with that some have have uh, done that l- yeah. led to death, you know, 
Totally. And just like this pressure of, you know, needing to constantly um, be putting out content or whatever. And I mean, I I think as an artist, you know, you have to decide what your end goal is. And if it's, you know, if you just want to be an artist, you just want to put your art out out there. And, you know, certainly uh, platforms like YouTube are a great way to, to get extra income if you reach a certain amount of followers, and then you can, you know, monetize and that sort of thing. And, and it can be really beneficial to you. But, you know, I think there's always a point where you have to make a decision of like, what kind of artist do you want to be? Are you trying to be an artist in the public eye? Or are you just trying to be an artist? (laughs) Like, and those are kind of two different things because, you know, and and I think in a lot of ways we've things have progressed to try and make those things seem like they should be synonymous when they're not like it's, it's a different career path. If you're talking about putting yourself out there and, and, to some extent being subjected to a lot more judgment. Now, generally speaking, I will say that I think, you know, the artist community tends to be pretty positive and it's, yeah. it's not like it is for, for some other sort of uh, like factions of, of social media fame or whatever. But um, I think, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, I, but I think you still need to be mindful of that because, right. you know, you'll also see too, the bigger accounts get, usually the less people start to respond to comments and stuff too. Right, right. And they get, and they'll get just like, I mean, again, mostly they're probably overwhelmingly positive, but there's always a point where you get, you know, some troll comes out of the yeah. hole. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> decides they want to, like, I remember yeah. once I got my artwork shared on Prismacolor's Instagram and I was so excited about it because I was like, oh, great. Thanks for acknowledging me. And I yeah, went over cool. there. That's really cool. And, yeah. And I went over there just to see like the comments and stuff. Cause right. Glutton for punishment, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and there was like, I think one of the first comments was somebody who just like tore into something about my drawing. And I, and like, like I was like, who is this so person? Ridiculous. So I clicked yeah. on them. And of course, private account, like one post. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, did you just yeah. create this account to like troll people? To like, troll and, someone, the, you know, troll. and here's the thing, like, here's the thing. If it's somebody who is like, like miles better than me in terms of skill and whatever. I mean, first of all, that's an unsolicited criticism. So like, keep your opinion to yourself. But and honestly, but, the person that is doing very well with their own art isn't going to have time or care enough for to sure. say something nasty to you. And hopefully for sure, like exactly like I'm pretty sure like, and I use her as an example because I love her so much, but like Esther Roy is now going on Instagram being like, oh, nice color palette. <laughs> right, like, right. You know yeah good comparison there yeah yeah. like if it like it's you know that's somebody who yeah they're they're busy taking care of their own business and 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 trying to be better artists themselves they're not like just offering unsolicited criticism everywhere so it's you know it's 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 interesting to me because i feel like you know and we're all human and when we get those comments like it's hard for it not to get to you because get to us because you're just like well where is this coming from yeah exactly (laughs) well and and you always feel like there's an element of truth even if somebody you know is off base for for making the comment you feel like oh is that right i mean i'm thinking about myself and some comments that i've received over on youtube i think youtube is the worst for it the the worst one uh, yeah, Facebook can easily. be kind of bad sometimes, but Instagram, I haven't noticed it, it's not near as bad. I don't feel like 
Totally. And, and, and kind of to take it back to Instagram, which is really what we're supposed to be talking about, (laughs) but no, like I I do find Instagram like a safer place for artists to kind of be. And, and like I said, I mean, in my entire time being on Instagram, I think I've, I've encountered a negative comment maybe once or twice. And, and I've always kind of, I mean, I will say that, you know, I know that there are things that I can improve on in my art and I, I certainly will never say that I totally, and I would never say like, I'm done learning. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Like, but I've seen but some of I those also, artists <laughs> that do say yeah, that kind of thing. Like, but you don't want yeah, to be that I, person. <laughs> totally. But I'm also really confident in in where I'm at, and I I yeah. feel like you know what I I know that I'm good at doing this, and right. and for someone to make a comment like that, like to me, I'm like okay, like, yeah, yeah. and it's not and it's not because it's coming from a place of arrogance. It's coming from a place of like you know what I'm confident in where I'm at and my skill level, and you can make that comment, but I mean, I what are sounds- you doing? <laughs> right, exactly. And I know this sounds probably like the, you know, the, the middle school girls uh, kind of thing, uh, syndrome or whatever. But yeah, um, but it, it really does. I mean, sometimes jealousy just rears its ugly head and they the, somebody comes out of the woodwork because, you know, they're looking at vanity metrics and they wish they had uh, a following like yours, Barb, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of times I think what's happening because you're right. You you go back. You you follow the follow it back a little ways, uh, which is what I did with uh, one of the recent comments I got over on YouTube, and uh, it was somebody. It, you know, you couldn't even tell who they were or anything. I mean, anonymity yeah. is so much easier to maintain on YouTube, but it looked like a, a probably a new account also. And so it's that kind of thing. You know, it's like, wow, you really have that much time to just try to put someone down it's it's amazing yeah. it's amazing well but, and it's funny know. like if you look at it from a psycho like a psychology perspective like yeah. usually when you get comments like that it's always it also always says something more about them than it does about you yeah it's, it really does that person and it's hard obviously to feel that way in the moment because you know, you, I mean, nobody likes being offended. Like, right, I don't right. know anyone that's like, please criticize me. Like, you know <laughs> well, what I mean? The thing like, that, the thing that uh, the person said over on my YouTube channel, um, I, I, I actually, I, I thought I, you know, just sloughed it off and didn't think about it anymore. But it wasn't, um, uh, but a few days ago, I guess it was maybe a week ago, that something that I was drawing, I thought about that comment and I thought I'd forgotten about it. I thought it was just so far removed. I thought, oh, yeah. did I do that again? I thought that isn't a valid comment. That's what they said. And uh, well, and it really affected me. I mean, I didn't think it did until that happened. I thought that's in my consciousness here. I'm thinking about yeah. that, you know. Well, it's and unfortunately, that. totally. And unfortunately, that's like what they're, it's almost like what they're trying to do. I mean, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, that is their goal, you know. Yeah. I can't necessarily relate to, to getting something out of saying something hurtful to somebody. Like I, I, no. I just, I don't know why that would feel uh, good to you. And, right, and again, right. I, I would refer back to there. There's obviously something going on with them that for whatever reason, like right. to me, my, my opinion is if you don't like something, you don't need to cut like the thing about social media yeah, is that it's yeah. given everybody this platform to just like all of a sudden be an expert in everything. And, and I mean, for that matter, if people don't agree with what you or I have to say, like, who cares? Like you can have your own opinion. Yeah, they, I don't care. Like, opinion. Do you but, think like, that the thumbs down over on YouTube 
maybe has fostered some of that? I mean, you don't have that on, uh, I mean, you do on Facebook, I guess, but you don't yeah. have that on Instagram, right? So yeah. I actually think that like that face, the, the, the thumbs down thing to me is so ridiculous. Cause I watched yeah. this. So I, I found this artist on YouTube yesterday actually. And I'm like totally obsessed with her now, but <laughs> she, she is fantastic. And what she is she's very, is this? <laughs> uh, she's her, her name is Jess Carp. She's got like a, a longer last name, but that's what she, anyways, okay. I came across one of her sketchbook tours and I was just uh -huh. so inspired by her work. And oh, she's very, she's actually quite young, but compared to me, I guess, but she, <laughs> she, uh, she is phenomenal. And it's funny because I always like, well, I don't like, but I think it's funny when I come across YouTube videos that I'm like, that was a perfect video. You could have made more of a perfect video. And there's still uh, like yeah. a percentage of thumbs down. I'm like, what did you not like about that? Like, oh, what I could know. they possibly have not liked about that? It's like, insane. I see that. So, I know. I know. So to me, I'm like, there's got to just be people going around like, you know, and, I, and I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, when I first started my YouTube channel, I was really like, I hope this is okay. <laughs> and like, you <laughs> right. know, and, and then there's, I mean, I have videos with dislikes on it too. And I'm, and, you know, of course there's, there's always party that's like, ah, I should have edited that different. Or, you know, you go into oh, your own. Always, always go things, through that. One of the worst things though, YouTube has done, um, just insert this very <clears> quickly here. Sorry. They don't allow you to replace a video, uh, once it's uploaded. Oh Yeah. A Vimeo does that. You can you can replace something, and I think that's just such a big miss on their part. I mean, I hope they release that at some point. I mean, at the same time but too. Anyway. I'm like, who are who are these people being the like the YouTube panel of critics that yeah. are just you know like there's there's yeah. tons of terrible stuff out there, and there's tons oh, of great yeah. stuff out there, and there's everything in between. And right. you know, the way I look at it is that everybody is just trying whatever their best is. Yeah. And, and it's not, you know, it's not that, you know, you shouldn't be able to take a little bit of criticism, but what I find often happens is it's not constructive criticism. It's just somebody being a jerk. So, yeah, exactly. you know, to me, like I'm open to like, you know, if somebody was to say to me like, Oh, Hey, you know what, like would be great. Like, and, and again, I would love these comments if I was actually asking for them, but it's, right. you know, it's, it's one thing for someone to say like, Hey, just a tip. If you do this, your video will be better this way or whatever. And, and in a genuine sort of, I want to help you be better sort of way, but it's never done in that way. It's no, always no. done in a, Oh, well, you're wrong about this. And yeah, it's like, exactly. well, that's my opinion. Like, I feel right. like I need to put a disclaimer in front of all my videos that this is my opinion. Only my opinion. You don't totally, you do not have to agree with me. Like, I right. think I did one, I did one on uh, handheld pencil sharpeners. And I got a lot of comments and, or like just interaction with it. Yeah. And one of them was like, well, actually I like this one. And it was a battery operated sharpener. I'm like, well, this was about handhelds. Like it's not <laughs> great. You actually watch the video. <laughs> to totally. And in some yeah. cases, like there was one where someone had made a comment and later I was like, uh, I was like, Oh, okay. Like, thanks for your feedback. Like, what would you recommend? And they're like, Oh, actually this one. I'm like, cool. I talk about that one in the video and <laughs> like, just it. didn't respond. <laughs> yeah. Like, and so, so to me, I'm just like, you know, and I, I, again, I'm happy to interact with people if I feel like they have valid feedback or whatever, yeah, but yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's and a again, weird just, bag though over there on YouTube. Totally. It really is. Like I, I sometimes wonder, like, I know you could never get this information, but it's like, who are these people on YouTube? <laughs> and, and, see, and I think that's part of, I mean, you sure you can be anonymous over there on Instagram, but yeah, yeah I think it's a little uh, less um, acceptable 
to be anonymous on Instagram because you have an account, uh, you know, profile over there and people can see kind of who you are. And I, I just don't think that you're taken as seriously when you don't have a, a website or at least some no. an email or something that says who you are, you know, that kind of thing. I wish yeah. that all of the social platforms though would adopt some type of system where that we can get rid of uh, the majority of the anonymity um, within safety reason uh, constraints. But, yeah, yeah. But if we compare yeah. YouTube to Instagram, and if you're wanting to start out in a, so, you know, uh, posting right now your artwork on a social media platform, I would highly recommend Instagram would be a place to start. Um, your videos can be shorter; they can be less polished. And I think it's a, a, a nice platform for just interaction and for uh, being able to share and, um, you know, interaction, just talking back and forth with somebody. Uh, yeah. YouTube is less so. So my opinion. They've also they've also done some studies that um, the work in progress photos actually do better than finished ones to some extent, too. That so makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah. And what's nice about Instagram is, you know, I think YouTube can be very intimidating for people just using that as an example, just because, you know, the video editing and this and you have to like, Takes there's so much to ever. it, right? Takes it really does. Ever. Like for yeah. me, yeah, for me to put out one video just takes up so much of my time. And I feel bad because I don't post as much as I would like to, but I got a full time job, people. Well, well, right. Well, me it's, too. It's hard. I, I, I think about that too. Um, in, and until you edit videos uh, and you edit oh, anything, man. you don't you don't understand how long, how just an inordinate amount of time and yeah. energy and effort goes into that sort of thing. I thought for a moment that I wanted to start um, getting a little more fancy and, and outlining things in my videos and drawing on top of and doing some animations in there. Mm -hmm. And so I, I signed up for a course uh, for uh, using After Effects, you know, for Premiere Pro interfaces with Premiere Pro and the Adobe Suite. And I started looking into that. It's like, are you kidding me right now? For a few seconds, that took like three or four hours for this guy uh, to do. And then he was going to teach you how to do that. And I thought that I, I don't, my life isn't long enough to be able to do all of this. You know? And I've only got 24 hours still if I uh, last yeah. time I checked. And, and I'm pretty sure your family would have something to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be able to get anything else done as it is. I feel like I work and my family would attest to this too. I work way, way too much. And I'm trying to pare yeah. that down to a normal working day. So it's like, what, how in the world are people doing the, the one man shows I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the big names that we think about, um, even in art, some of them, I mean, they're, they've got a team, they've got help uh, creating a lot of that stuff. And that's really uh, the way to go. And I think starting out small is a good option for, uh, yeah. for anybody today that uh, is just starting their channel or uh, on yeah. Instagram or some social media presence, just get started with something. Yeah. And I would say too, like if you're trying to have any kind of online presence, Instagram's probably the easiest way to go because, yeah. you know, we, you know, you've talked about on the show too, just the idea of having a website and that sort of thing. And, and while I think it is important that even can be really intimidating to people just in right. terms of, you know, and there's, there's a lot of great uh, templates and stuff out there, but you still right. need a certain amount of knowledge to be able to, to craft those properly. Yeah. Yeah. You and, do. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, Instagram's a really easy way to get images, video, and right. some sort of interaction with an audience without really having to have a lot of expertise in anything. Right. Um, you know, obviously there's, there's best practices to follow in terms of like making sure your images are bright and, you know, that sort of thing. But, um, you know, s- staging things nicely, that sort of, yeah. um, those sort of things, but I think the right aspect ratio and all of those things. Yeah. But I think if you're, you're really kind of just looking to start somewhere, it's probably one of the easiest platforms even to use for that matter. I mean, it gets a little more complicated when you get into reels and stuff like that, but um, I mean, it doesn't have to be either. There are apps you can get that can help you with things and with editing and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, I mean, we could, we could go on and on about that, but, I think just as a as a starter, if you're going to pick any social platform, I'm still a really big advocate for Instagram as well. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. All right. Anything else, Barb, before we wrap up here? No, I think we've we've talked about we've talked about our feelings. We've talked about (laughs) (laughs) a lot on our feelings. I tell you, yeah, there's a lot. We're heavy on the feeling side. I I can guarantee you, we are not the only people that feel that way. So it might actually be nice for some people to know that there are other people that feel that way too, because I'm sure we're all secretly thinking it when we're looking at our phones. But that's exactly right. All right, so if you have something you would like to add to this discussion, you're welcome to do that. Go over to sharpenedartist.com slash podcast, and you can comment right there in the show notes. We'd love to hear that. This is a weekly show, and you can reach out by emailing podcast at sharpenedartist.com. Maybe there's a topic you'd like to hear. If you want to leave me a voice message, you're welcome to do that as well. Same place on the podcast page. There is a banner over on the right-hand side. Just click on that. You can send a voicemail over to me or just record it in, on a memo on your phone or something like that. Send it over or dial 513-301-0005. I'll talk to you again next week. And until then, stay sharp. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.